Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Bulls on Tap. I am your boy Buzz, and I am joined by absolutely nobody here today. It's just me, just the Buzz guy, hanging out after a dominant Chicago Bulls performance here tonight, man, against the Atlanta Hawks. They were down with Trey Young. They didn't have him. They had a huge game from Collins, but Bulls ended up being way too powerful. Final score is 116 to 81. A little house cleaning. Be sure to go to oddtapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Also, if you get the time, go check out the Thrive Fantasy app. Thrive Fantasy is a cool and tough DFS app for prop bets. Use the promo code ONTAP, and once you deposit your first $10, Thrive will give you an additional $10. So grab a beer and crack them and enjoy a more convenient way to play DFS. What a game, man. What a, what a what a game. Bulls were clicking on all cylinders from the time they went down 4 nothing in the beginning of the first quarter. They went on 11 to nothing run to go up 11 to 4. They didn't look back. They didn't look back one bit. And it was it was pleasing. You know, it was really pleasing to watch. Um Lowry was in stride tonight. I know we're going to touch on a couple things about that about Lowry um because I know I on Twitter, I saw a lot of people upset about his minutes. He was battling the flu, and if you guys are frequent listeners of this show, I am battling something, and I don't know how he played basketball because I, I feel like complete and utter shit, to be honest with you. I, I don't know how I'm even standing. Well, I'm sitting, but you know what I mean. But uh, Lowry in 21 minutes tonight, 25 points. He goes 4 for 9 from downtown. Uh, he's 8 for 14 from the field. He collects 4 rebounds. I mean, just a, a, a great game. Just a great game. 25 points for Lowry, and I, I was really happy to see him being confident. You know, um, half of his shots uh, were made from beyond the arc, but he did get in there on a couple uh, on a couple dunks, and he actually had a sick-ass and one dunk. That, that was just beautiful. I believe that was in the second quarter. It, it was just tight. Uh, Zach fed him on that. It was perfect. Uh, speaking of Zach, Zach Levine, 19 points, 7 for 15 from the field, 3 for 7 from downtown. Um you know, he had seven boards, four assists. You know, he finished plus 24 in the plus minus. A great game by Zach. Um, they didn't really have an answer for Zach. Uh, you know, he was going, uh, he was getting the defender to go under the screens a lot, whether it was with uh, WCJ or Gafford. And he was able to step back on Reddish and just, you know, pop that three. And it worked out for him real well. Uh, he played a great game. I mean, everybody. It's it, you, you can't really say here tonight that, too many guys didn't play a great game. The only one that's really questionable with a with a bad game might have been Kobe White tonight. I mean, he was on fire from the field, though. I mean, he was eight for eleven. He had eighteen points, but uh, you know, he had five boards, no assists tonight. But he did have five turnovers, and uh, he actually picked up his fourth turnover in the first quarter. It wasn't even the end of the first half yet. It was the first quarter, and something that is probably going to shock everybody on here because it's about to shock me that I'm even saying it is the fact that uh. Jim Boylan did something that I agree with. He he pulled Kobe after turning the ball over four times in the first quarter and put in Ryan Archie Diacono, even though it was just for a little bit. I think maybe something clicked there in Kobe's head. He was being a little bit careless with the ball when he first came in, rocking that new hairdo. But, 
you know, he learned from his mistakes. I mean, that that's a you know, that's the thing that he's got to do. So, you know, I, I actually kudos to Jim Boylan on that for pulling Kobe White and, you know, having him getting talked to by the coaches. Be like, hey, man, slow down. Don't dribble into a double team. Get yourself trapped and then turn the ball over. You Slow down. Set up the offense. And that's what a good coaching staff should do. Um, you know, and, and they did that tonight. I know a lot of people are also going to say that, you know, the Bulls should have won this game. And they're absolutely right. Bulls should have won this game. You know, again, missing Trey Young, who's their best player. Missing Jabari Parker, who's a you know a pretty good scorer, um, you know they should have won this game. But this, these are the games that you want to see. This is a game where some people are saying they're not excited about the win because of the circumstances. I am for one excited about the win, even though the circumstances weren't ideal for Atlanta. Just because the Bulls did what they needed to do, they put their throat or their foot on their throats and pressed down on the throttle, the throat being the throttle, and just ran with the game. And that's exactly what we needed them to do. And it was just, like I said, it's refreshing, you know. It's refreshing to see them not letting Atlanta back in the game. Um, you know, it was very refreshing. Another guy we got we to gotta point out tonight, uh, he might not have had the flashiest uh, stat line, but it's Chris Dunn. It's Chris Dunn. This is his, uh, he's leading the league in three steals or more games. And he had three steals again here tonight. With four, He has 14 of those, um, which is an awesome stat. I believe Jeff Van Gerten put that out Um I give him all the credit for that. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry. But I believe it was Jeff Van Gerten who put that out. But Dunn, I mean, he just completely was clamping anybody that was co- trying to come his way. He, his primary matchup was Herter, um, Kevin Herter over there in Atlanta. And Herter had a real bad time. He went 2 for 12, 16.7% from the field, 0 for 5 from downtown. He finished with six points on the night. I mean, it's just, it's not going to get it done. The only guys that really hurt us, and I guess I don't want to say hurt, but kept Atlanta somewhat competitive, would be John Collins and Alex Lund. They are the only two players on Atlanta, on Atlanta's squad that, you know, got into double figures here tonight. John Collins was an absolute beast. 34 points, 14 from 26 from the field, two for six from downtown. He grabs eight boards. He's got three blocks. Um, and then... You know, Alex Len came in. He played a good 20 minutes there. He had 10 points. Um, he t- made every shot that he took, which I thought he missed a hook. So I, I'm just learning that now. He had five boards, you know, two assists. But, I mean, again, they just they, they didn't have any answers. This was Vince Carter's last game ever in the United Center, so I want to give him a shout-out because he was one of my favorites growing up. Him, T-Mac, AI. That was a golden era of basketball. If anybody's still listening to me ramble here, I hope you get into, into my comments or we can tweet about this together. At, follow me at Buzz on Tap. Um, you know, it, Vince Carter, AI, Tracy McGrady, Michael Finley. I, I mean, those guys back in the day were just so fun to watch. You know, I mean, there, there's so many more. I mean, Steve Nash, you know, I mean, I, just so, so much more. But uh, Steve Francis, too. I'm, now I'm, I'm starting to walk down memory lane. I'm, I apologize for that. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, again, just a great game all around for the Chicago Bulls. Coming off the bench tonight, um, we had an Adam Akoka sighting. Missed a <laughs> wide-open layup under the rim. But I was glad to see him come in. And and I'm not going to hate on the kid. I, I think he has the potential to be a, a rotational player. Maybe not next year, but the year after. If he can keep developing in the G League and getting his minutes here and there in the NBA, I think that he can develop into a, a, a nice little rotational player, end of the bench kind of guy, but somebody that can come in and and help you out. But um, you know, Makoka came in, and this is uh, again something I wanted to point to is uh, I was a little irritated. Sent out a tweet, uh, probably about seven minutes left in the fourth quarter about our starters being in. Didn't agree with it. Wanted to get him out. If you, 
you've been watching this team for a long time like I have, I no need to remind you what happened when Tibbs left Derrick Rosen. No need to remind you of that. I'm not listen, I'm not gonna go and play the blame game or anything like that, but you know, if the injuries are avoidable, take the guys out because you have such a you know a big lead. But not only that, if you have that big lead, not even just to avoid the injuries, why don't you get your other guys that don't see a lot of court time in there? Get them some minutes, get them some reps. That's how that's the only way you get better. So it was nice to see Jim put him in around the five-minute mark, I think it was. Yeah, it was about the five-minute mark because that's what Luke Cornett and Shaq Harrison have on their uh, on their minutes here in the box score. So, you know, again, it was great all-around game. Great all-around game. Wendell Carter played a good game. I want to point out that two for three from downtown, if we could start seeing him not hesitate from there and just maybe pop it when he's wide open, I think this game might have helped him out, gain some confidence. I don't know how you guys feel, but that's how I feel. I mean, I'm not thinking he's going to go be a world beater and hit two three-pointers every game, but pretty badass that he stepped out there and made it happen. He's a plus 24 on the night, 13 points, you know, eight boards, four assists for Wendell. Tomas Sadoransky really coming into his own, having a huge December. He's like 11-5-5 or something, or 11-5-6, I don't know, something like that. But he had 11 points tonight. Shot five for eight from the field. Had, uh... Eight rebounds, six assists, and two steals. Just fantastic. Just fantastic. You know, another guy, Daniel Gafford, big game. Just because he had two blocks. Uh, He leads the league in multi-block games, I believe it was, or something like that. I believe that was a stat that... that I I have a tweet about it if I'm wrong. It's because I'm sick and I've drank a lot of hot toddies. If you do not know what a hot toddy is, I'm going to... Okay, let's break this shit down real quick. So a hot toddy I just learned about. Okay? It's like tea... Like hot tea, right? You chop up a lemon, you get a little bit of honey, and then I poured some like Jack in there. Jack Daniels, some whiskey. Filled up about a little less than half the glass. Put my hot water in there with my lemon and my honey and my tea bags. I tea bagged it. Stirred that shit around, had a couple of those, and I'm feeling a little good. I'm still stuffed up and nasally, but I feel better than I did. Rocking that 101 fever right now, you know what I'm saying? But it, at least it took the edge off a little bit where I don't feel like I'm on fire feel a little bit better than I did. But, uh, yeah, so, again, Daniel Gafford, huge, huge night. Again, I don't know what that tweet said. I, I could go looking for it, but I really don't feel like it. But, yeah, Denzel came in. He had a long-ass three from the United Center logo, which was pretty cool. Uh, I mean, everything was going well tonight. The players were smiling. Looked like they were all having a great time out there on the court, and that's, honestly, that's all you want to see, dude. And that, that's what you want to see from the Bulls. You know, come out, beat the teams that you need to beat. Zach's got to keep kicking ass to give himself – you know, this uh, this all-star bid and uh, keep doing his thing. And and that's that's just where we're at with it. And, uh, again, just great team win tonight. Glad it happened. I'm glad that we, uh, we got to witness a dub-dub. So we're going to move on from the good into Monday. We're going to move on the good into Monday. Monday is going to be a tough game. It's 7 o'clock. It's a 7 o'clock start. Milwaukee. Giannis, the Greek freak, is coming into town. Uh it's going to be rough, you know. Um, it, it's going to be a rough game. You know, Milwaukee comes in shooting 48% from the field, 36% from downtown. Uh, they're averaging 51.3 boards per game, 26 assists, 8 steals, 6.2 blocks per game, and they're also averaging uh, 14.6 turnovers per game. When the Bulls are coming in at 43.7 uh, rebounds per game, uh, 23.1 assists, 
Leading in the steal category, I think we all knew that, 9.8 steals per game, 4.4 blocks, and 15.8 turnovers a game. You know, it's going to be a... It's going to be a tough one, you know. It's going to be a tough one. Last time we played, Giannis was an absolute monster. Um, you know, and it's just, you got to come out and be competitive. Uh, you know, you got to come out and be competitive. That's really all you could say about that, honestly. You know, they are they are probably, arguably, the best team in the NBA. So take them seriously. Come out. Be aggressive. You know, you're not going to be able to stop Giannis, but you have to hope to contain him. Uh, please, for the love of God, Jim, don't put Ryan Archie Diacono on him again. That's stupid. I don't care if you're an Archie stan. I don't care if you hate him. I think we can all agree that is a dumb matchup. It's really hard to distinguish who you're going to put on Giannis because you don't have Otto Porter Jr. You don't have Chandler Hutchinson. I mean, it's like Thad might be the best option because you have to put Dunn on him. And Dunn's 6'4". And Dunn's going to get into foul trouble right away. And he could help you clamp down Eric Bledsoe or... Excuse me, guys. Oh, my God. I'm hurt. I'm telling you, dude, this cough, this runny nose, it's pretty much the biggest bullshit I've ever had to deal with in my life. Which means I really haven't had too much bad shit happen. I mean, that's how you can kind of break that down. But, uh, God, dude, it sucks. It sucks so bad. <clears throat> but, yeah, so, you know, again, Milwaukee's got, got a really good roster top to bottom. Bulls got to come out and compete. That's all they got to do. Come out, compete. Try to surprise him. Try to surprise him like you did the Clippers. I guess that's the uh, that's the best bet here. But I think that's all I have for today's episode, guys. I know it's a little bit of a short one, but uh, you know I'm flying solo and shit, so just wanted to you know try to be as interactive as I can, ask some questions. Maybe you guys can interact with this shit when it drops, and yeah, we'll go from there. Be sure you're going to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Be sure. You're following me on Twitter, at BuzzOnTap, following this podcast on Twitter, at BullsOnTap, and following at OnTapSportsNet on Twitter as well. It's going uh, to be a crazy game on Monday. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and uh, let's go Bulls. Chicago, Chicago, my city.